Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update, hot off the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. Time now to take a look at a couple of the highlights found this week on the Source Weekly's website, bensource.com. First up this week from our news desk, city leaders propose two bike paths, one running north to south and the other east to west, to the Transportation Oversight Committee, by Jack Harville. Momentum for more protected active transportation is building in Bend, with City Councilor Anthony Broadman and Bend Park and Recreation Board Member Ariel Mendez submitting a proposal for the prioritization and augmentation of 17 miles of new bike paths in Bend. The routes would run 7 miles in a north-south corridor and 11 miles east-to-west, both sharing a one-mile segment around Pilot Butte. The paths will prioritize the separation from cars through modal filters and diverters. A modal filter is something that blocks cars, but allows people walking, biking, or in wheelchairs or using scooters to get through. And a diverter is something that allows people to drive through, but requires that they change directions. So it could be a forced right turn, it's just it's a mechanism of preventing cut-through traffic, Mendez said. The paths would connect Shevlin Park in the west to Big Sky Park in the east and Rockridge Park in the north and Alpen Glow in the south. The next phase of planning for the proposal will be evaluating which routes can be done quickly and cheaply and which will require more planning and investment before proceeding. The Oversight Committee held their first meeting on May 18th and will be meeting continuously to evaluate and prioritize projects that voters approved in the General Obligation Bond in November 2020. They will meet on at least a quarterly basis until they have satisfied the goals outlined in the Transportation Systems Plan. Next up, vandals target a portion of Tumalo Irrigation District pipe amid piping resentment by local landowners. By Jack Harville. Vandals targeted a segment of pipe belonging to the Tumalo Irrigation District near Pinehurst Road, causing around $78,000 in damages for heavy construction company Taylor Northwest and over $15,000 to the Irrigation District. Seven holes were drilled into a pipe for the Irrigation District's project to replace open-air canals with underground piping. TID is offering a $2,500 reward for information that leads to an arrest and $10,000 if it leads to a conviction. During final inspections and testing of the new pipeline, it was discovered that multiple holes were intentionally and unlawfully drilled into the pipeline. It's believed that between January 6th and 13th, the vandal climbed into the then-open trench and drilled multiple holes in the 36-inch polyethylene pipeline, wrote Sergeant Jason Janes of the Deschutes County Sheriff's Office in a press release. The total estimated repair costs range from $125,000 to $250,000, after which engineers will determine if the repairs were sufficient or if the 450-foot-long section will need to be replaced entirely. TID says the pipeline is meant to increase flow in streams and provide farmers with pressurized, reliable water for crops. Some landowners who rely on the district oppose the project and have filed a class-action lawsuit to recoup the costs they say the project is pushing on to them. And finally, year-round shelter opens. 
70 individuals can find shelter at a converted warming shelter with new city and nonprofit funding. By Jack Harville. Shepherd's House is receiving funding from Neighbor Impact and the City of Bend to convert its warming center into a full year round shelter. The location at 275 Northeast 2nd Street will open on June 1st and have the capacity to house 70 individuals. It will run seven days a week from 6 p.m. to 7 a.m. and will be a low-barrier shelter, meaning all people have to do to stay there is cooperate with their volunteers in keeping the shelter safe and peaceful. The shelter is located in the same building that housed the winter warming shelter, which opened in November and closed for the season in the spring. City leaders upped the timeline for opening that location back in November. Following the death of a Ben man, David Savory, due to exposure on November 10th, previous versions of the winter warming shelter would open only when temperatures were to be below freezing. So, last year's more permanent shelter added more support for those experiencing homelessness in central Oregon. Having a low-barrier shelter in Bend is an important step towards our council goal to find 500 beds for our neighbors experiencing homelessness, said Bend City Councilor Megan Perkins in a press release. This public-private partnership is a key investment and can serve as a model for our actions going forward. At the shelter, guests will be provided with two warm meals a day, a bed, and shelter from the elements. Shepherd's House will provide case management and support services through their program, Project Share, which collaborates with other agencies to make sure there are continuous services including medical help, employment, long-term housing, mental health, and other services. Shepherd's House is seeking help from the community in the form of clothing, food, and supply donations, volunteering, and monetary donations. Donations can be dropped off at the 1854 Northeast Division Street location in Bend. Those who want to volunteer can find more information or donate at shministries.com. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Source Weekly Podcast. For more on these and other stories, pick up a free copy of the Source Weekly or visit our website, bendsource.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Sam Scholl.